You win one time. The other time you were wrong. I will but hold yeah. this. Ab- <laughs> I will hold this above your head for the rest of your life. <laughs> He's gonna ride this high until he dies. Ah, you'll say something <laughs> else wrong. That German luxury sedan is not as cheap as you think it is. This week on Flag Time. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Flag Time. I'm one of your hosts, Sterling, and this is this is Eric. Hi. And this is Pixie. I see. Hell yeah. Um, we are three automotive mechanics slash Instagram journalists who have decided to journalists start recording a podcast together. And journalist um, is a rather strong title <laughs> that I don't give myself credit for. Well, we are. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Because like he goes to like events and stuff sometimes too, and yeah. so do I. And you and you just go fishing. I, I he's gone to the zoo. Go to car meet. No, you I haven't gone to the zoo go. yet. I have not gone to my local zoo yet. No, you're the only one of us. You need to record a video at the zoo. I need to go to a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on with the lighting? That is wool. That's brighter than my face. Is it just because the is there some sort of bounce problem? Oh no! Bless you. What that shit is happening? It's normally not this bad. <laughs> it's lighting my dome up. Oh, it's because I don't have the fucking overhead on. Oh, there you yeah. go. Also, the audio is going to be stupid for a sec because I unplugged these so I can hear you while I'm standing up. Also, don't look at my butt crack. Hi, Sasha. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. Moving a chair on carpet is is difficult. Yes, it is. Um, I can agree with that. But yeah, um, we're here. We're yeah. we're uh, recording. I had to go pick up Honda parts today. Is that why you're wearing a Honda shirt? No, it's just it's just the next shirt in the drawer. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I do my laundry, I when I do my laundry. I just I put all the shirts in a stack. I put all the pants in a stack. All the underwear in a stack. All the socks in a stack, and all the fucking everything else in the same stack. And then I put them in their drawers, and then whatever comes up next for shirts. I don't really like. I'm gonna wear this shirt today. I just like grab grab yeah, whatever's same, in the drawer right. and throw it on. And unless I'm going to work, and then I grab a work shirt and put it on. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, I do. I do want to. I, I do yeah. want to formally congratulate you on your surge in followers that you've had. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. I I don't know what the hell's going on. I um. You've had two know. reels hit a million views. That's that's what's going on. Yeah, but like in the same week because I have I have yeah. a I, I have a few with over a million. Hmm. I have at least five. It I just mean, do least. be it just be happening randomly because a couple weeks ago I jumped from eighteen thousand to twenty. Mm-hmm. How many do I have now? Yeah, last week I jumped from one hundred and sixteen to one hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, and the week before that, which would yeah, happen more. I was I steadily did. for you can see the graph here. I go. was steadily gaining. I mean, it was kind of it's kind of leveled off. It's not it's not going down, but oh it was God, just a second spike. Yeah, just kind of flatlined. Thank <laughs> God. Just <laughs> kind of flatlining, and then like there were a couple days where I was getting like 250. This this little spike right here and that little spike are about two 250 to 280. Yeah, those little spikes, uh, and then I don't know. <laughs> this is funny. It's funny because this is on a day that I didn't even post. This whole week I that's posted that, like maybe a couple posts. That's how it happens. And Tuesday I gained like 2,000 followers, and then the week the day after that it was like 1,500, and the day after that it was like 1,400. And then it kind of went back down to 500 ish. And then I gained this day, I gained 2,700, mm-hmm. but I only lost 50. It's like, what the fuck's going on? 
I wish we could figure out know. how to capitalize on that. Well, it would have been it, we would have been <laughs> if Instagram didn't shut the Reels Play program down. That would have been amazing if they kept doing that. I guarantee you it was because they're losing they were losing so much money. Probably because I got like $600 a month yeah. from one one month's worth of like videos and I was like I didn't I hit like 2 million views in this month. Mhm. And I put out a couple videos and one of them has like 3 million and one of them has 2 million. And then like I put two more out that both got a million and then another one that got a million. So it was like, cool. I could have gotten like the reels play thing. The reels play thing was amazing because all you needed to get a hundred dollars extra per month was 50,000 views in a reel. That's all you needed. And anytime I posted something, that was like the bare minimum amount that I got. So it was like the easiest hundred dollars I would ever make. Yeah. And then they were just like, no, fuck you. You're done. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably because they were just like dumping so much money into it and they couldn't. It was so fucking crazy. Yeah. Because it was literally like there were tutorials and like this. You can make a career out of this. You could turn this into your next job. And they had like, here's how to make a career out of making reels. And it's literally and like too many people followed that advice and like, oh, yeah. we're losing money. We got to stop. Sorry. Yeah. And they were literally just like, nope, we're done. Fuck you. Mm. Go make money on YouTube. <laughs> yep. Please. Oh, well. Meanwhile, YouTube, you get 300 and something dollars for a video that's got like 8 million views mm-hmm. it depends depends on what your sponsorships and stuff are too but if you have yeah any. you can make a lot of money on youtube you can make a lot of money on twitch you can make a lot of money pretty much everywhere else even on tiktok yeah. <laughs> but i don't want to make i don't want to put my stuff on tiktok <laughs> yeah tiktok's dumb i don't like it Me yeah because so. TikTok, I, I started posting a few things on tiktok i don't even know i think i have like five thousand followers on tiktok or something and like comments are coming in and they were just like like kids like little kids and i'm like i'm Mm -hmm. not making this content for you you can watch Mm -hmm. it but i'm not making it for you Mm -hmm. and your parents should probably be looking at what you're looking at and you just leave comments and then you get like torn to shreds in the comments because you're literally a kid Mm -hmm. (laughs) getting called a slur for the first time (laughs) 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 yeah pretty much but well, in unrelated news, where the fuck did you find that um, transmission dildo? What the fuck was that? Yeah, so my friend, um, she has a rather large collection of bad dragons. Oh. <laughs> Which, if you know what a bad dragon is, you know what a bad dragon is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she has and like a wall a full of them. <laughs> and I, th- they're pretty much all for show. Pretty much. M- meaning most of them. <laughs> <laughs> and she just had the the idea one day she's her transmission blew up in her skyline and she had it out and she was like let me 3d somebody (laughs) that's pretty much what happened (laughs) um but the she just sent them pictures i think she just sent them pictures i'm not not really sure how the whole process was but they sent they sent her this they sent her like a bunch of little ones she gave me one of the little ones there's ones that are like this this that's amazing i have I have one in my dash of my sob that blocks my fuel light because when, <laughs> when I fill my when I fill my tank up. Side note: when I fill my gas tank up in my sob, my fuel light turns on. Oh, and when it empties all the way down, the fuel light also turns on when it has the reserve. I don't know why. All right, <laughs> I like tried to fix it. Be like, I tried to fix it. It's not the wiring; it's the sending unit. Okay, something's wrong with it. I don't know what it is. 
it still works and it's still accurate. So I don't really have a reason to fix it. So whatever. Anyway, I have a little, the little tiny one blocking the fuel light in my, in my sob. That's amazing. So, so bad dragon made that. No, it's not bad dragon. I forget the name of the company. I was about to say, I have it up in my, um, in my comments of that video. It's, um, velvet Valley. No, the company that made it's called Velvet Alley Designs. They're on Instagram. You go follow them, Velvet Alley Designs. Mm-hmm. I maybe might ask them to see if they could do a 4L60E transmission. Oh, that'd oh. be funny. <laughs> because 4L60Es have fucked lots of people over. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could go fuck yourself with a 4L60E, I think that'd be really funny. That'd you be like a funny one. piece of merch that I could sell. You should make one of the sob. Oh, God. A whole dildo that's the sob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not very it's not very dildo shaped like like a BMW M coupe is dildo shaped. Doesn't have to be. It's just be funny. Huh? Silicone sob. Silicone nine hundred. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What's the topic today? We got a topic. Oh yeah. Hold on. Let me let me pull up my phone here. Once also there's a there's a cat right there. I don't know if you can see it in the Hell people that aren't people that um people who aren't subscribed to our Patreon yet. Which isn't up that yet. That isn't up yet. <laughs> Which isn't up yet. But when it's out, you'll be able to see what I'm pointing to right now. Oh my gosh. You'll be able to see the color of my shirt. You'll I'll, be able I'll, to cli- see I'll clip what our... this I'll clip this scene and put it in the Instagram. Like to the flying car. There's also the oh. flying car, but there's mostly a cat. <laughs> there's a cat over there somewhere too. I don't know where she is. The <laughs> flying car. Anyway. Am um, I wrong? I don't know where she is. No, anyway. you're not wrong. That's the funny part. What's the topic for today? The topic for today is what to look out for when buying a new or used vehicle. And I'm guessing we we did a poll. Well, we didn't. Before we did the poll, we asked our followers on at Flag Time of- Podcast on our Instagram page. We asked our followers to submit their ideas for topics. Do you mind? It was and a lot. There was a lo- fuck ton of them. Do um, you mind? Thousand. Right now. And all three of us picked our favorite ones out of the bunch, and we put those three picks in a poll. And the one that won the poll was uh, what to look out for when buying a new used vehicle. So I assume a lot of our listeners want to know what mechanic opinions are of used and new cars. So that would be. Ian that. Sterling can definitely tell y'all what to do and how not yeah, we got yeah. we got like all makes and models experience you just have mercedes experience yeah, I just but have I mean, Mer- so i can leave. i can chime in on anybody who asks about mercedes so mm-hmm. that's about all i can do so this will be mainly focused on you guys and you don't work on too many old cars either i don't like the oldest, like, what's cars, the oldest car you work on uh regularly like oh eight Oh wait, okay. Yeah, 2008 is like the the lowest I'll go. Occasionally, somebody will give me an 01, and I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" But it's, <laughs> it's a uh, classic like, car, man. Yeah, <laughs> there was an R class in the shop yesterday, by the way. Ugh. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's 08. <laughs> Ew, bad car. But the uh, the question that we have for our listeners this week is: Do you have a car you're looking to get? What is it? So we'll get into that a little bit later. I love um, you. <laughs> before we go into At that, all times. before we go into that, do you guys have any stories about uh, finding something on a used car that you went to go look at and you were just I like, got a bunch yeah. that I went to go look at to buy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, really recently, um, my buddy Eli and I went out, went down to um, went down to Tahuya 
which is a little town in Washington. Local people will probably know what it is. Uh, we went to look at a Toyota Echo two-door hatchback, which was the one that they sold in Canada. It's called a Toyota Vitz in Japan. It's in Gran Turismo. Everybody knows what the pink Vitz is. Um, but we went to look at this, this fucking Canadian Toyota Echo two-door, <laughs> and the guy did not tell us. First of all, Eli wanted it. He's very particular. All the cars come from Canada because they were only sold new in Canada. He said, hey, how's the rust on it? Is it bad? Because it's a Canadian car. Canadian roads are salted during the winter. Cars get rusty there. You get the idea. But he asked the dude, he's like, hey, is there any rust? He's like, oh, no, there's just there's some, but it's, it's all on the surface. There's some. It's very minor. I'm like, all right. We get there. Not only did it have rusted out rocker panels, you look under the car and there's no floor. The exhaust was so rusted out, it was physically not connected to the rest of the flex pipe, so it just like came right out of the fucking exhaust manifold right on Jesus. the bottom of the car. He was like, You can take you can drive it if you want. The guy was asking like fifteen hundred dollars for it. No, and which, would, which would have been an amazing deal for an echo in in good shape. And one thing to know is it was kind of getting late. Mm-hmm. And Eli lives in town up north, Washington, and he I drove him down there. He was going to buy it and then drive back up and then I was going to go drive back home. But <laughs> we get there, the car is a fucking total rusted out piece of shit. Just super it's a super bummer cuz it's got like it had like a custom like pearlescent paint job and it had like a Borla exhausts too, like Ooh. dual exhaust coming right out of the center of the car. It had like Lowering I mean, the springs didn't matter because it was rusted the fuck out. <laughs> it was a good looking car. It was a good looking car and it had a lot of cool mods. It was manual. It was super cool back in the day. Um, the old man that owned it said he towed it behind his RV a lot, but um, he never told us that um, it didn't have a belt on it. And we didn't. We kind of didn't really see that it didn't. It didn't have a belt on it. We kind of just got in it. And Toyota Echoes don't have power steering because they're a little tiny car. Um, base model, super lightweight car. We get it. We get it on the road a little bit, and the fucking overheat light and the fucking charge light are on. We're like, oh, well, needs a fucking charger. Needs an alternator. Um, overheat came on. Overheat light came on, and like he called the guy, and he was like, hey, like the fucking car overheated. It's getting dark. The headlights turned off. Nice. For whatever reason, we never really looked at the belts or anything. It was getting a little dark, and we just kind of were glancing around, and there was some there's some rust, and we were kind of like, well. We, just, we said we said you wouldn't buy this if it was rusty, and it's rusty, so... <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> um, and then we were literally like, well, I mean, it's still a Toyota Echo. It's still the car. It can be fixable with a bunch of work, but it is still fixable, but not for $1,500. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we were respectful. We were like, hey, man, like, there's a lot of rust on this car. He kind of said there wasn't much, and turns out there is. There's no belt on it. It's overheated. I don't know how hot it got. But that's kind of not on me because, you know, we came to buy this car from you and you said go take on the test drive. So if something we broke on it broke because you didn't tell us about one thing, then that's kind of on you. And the guy was like, yeah, I mean, that sucks. I don't know why the belt's off, but no worries. It didn't really overheat. We just kind of <laughs> we just kind of took it up the road. It's He said he hadn't it hadn't been running for a couple of years, so it might have just gotten oh, like, nice. vandalized. Oh, or something. OK, I don't really know. 
Um, but the headlights didn't work. There were these fucking aftermarket HIDs and they did not work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the they kind of worked if you turn the high beams on a little bit, but they were they were terrible. We were like, yeah, I mean, like, would you take like four hundred dollars? And the guy was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, we're done here. I know what um, I got. It was actually pretty nice, though, because the dude actually was like, yo, um, you guys came all this way. Um, I noticed you have a bunch of old tapes on your dashboard in your car. I drove my Saab down there. and He was like, do you want some old tapes? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I want some Ooh, tapes. So he brought yeah. us in and he gave me his. He had this huge tape collection. And he's like, you can take any six that you want. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, f- for real? For free? And I was like, yeah, sure. He was like, yeah, fucking take them. You so I grabbed the uh, fake mustache and glasses. <laughs> it's like, I am a different person with a. <laughs> Please show me your tapes. But yeah, I got like rumors, a couple of John Mellencamp album. Like it's like a classic rock kind of kind of stuff. Right, but yeah. it was pretty cool. Um, moral of the story is um, rust. Yeah. If a guy says there's some surface rust, there's more than surface rust. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a look underneath. If there's any evidence of if there's any like cancer where you like poke it and it goes right through (laughs) everything on a car is fixable so it's up to you it's up to you if you want to buy a car that has a bunch of rust you can totally do that rust is fixable but Mm -hmm. generally (laughs) wouldn't recommend um, buying a car that you could practically snort yeah if you if there's rust all over the body that means there's rust all over those brake parts there's rust all over those mm-hmm. suspension components, and while they may not be bad, they're going to be a fucking pain in the ass to remove with a bunch of rust all over them. Mm-hmm. And that's why you shouldn't buy a car that has a bunch of rust on it. Yeah, <laughs> or do it. Whatever. It's your it's your money. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not your dad. I'm not going to tell yeah. you what you, what you want to do with your money. Uh, I guess like what I could the story that I could tell is like what I did when I bought my E class because that's about the only thing that I have any experience with. Mm-hmm. So like uh while when I became a Mercedes technician, I decided to use that as an excuse to like when I went to go test drive all the cars that I was doing services on, I test drove them like would I own this vehicle. So that gave me ex- well. <laughs> that gave me an excuse to like basically drive every single car in the Mercedes lineup and see how I liked it, see which ones were nice see which one's handled good see which one see which one's handled bleh. but um yeah. over the course of my first two years as a mercedes technician i narrowed it down to i i either wanted a w204 c class or a 212 e class that was that was what i wanted to um get and I ended up going with the E class simply because, like, I'm always the designated driver everywhere I go, so I needed the more leg room in the back. Because if I got a C class, you could, if you sat behind me, you might as well cut your legs off. There's no way, yeah. you could. I mean, might as well be a two-door. Sterling fit in my back seat. It's if I did not be, I was not able to sit up in your car, and I, I had to have my legs like that. So I wouldn't, I oh, wouldn't consider you, that. <laughs> I could also lay down in the trunk. It doesn't necessarily mean I fit. Still, still fit. I'm counting it. No, it's not. No, <laughs> you could fit. I know. You're I can fit. Bastard. I'm a fucking gnome. After I decided on the E class, I started searching, and uh, while I was searching, um, I had learned that the cheaper a Mercedes is on the used market, the more you need to run the fuck away from it. 
because uh, it's uh, BMWs are too. Yeah, it's it's gonna German, be European cars in general. Actually, it's, it's gonna be in fucking bad shape. Except for um, so, in order to keep my uh, maintenance costs low, as low as possible for the E class that I wanted to get, my um, three uh, stipulations, my three requirements, excuse me, were it had to have steel spring suspension, so no air suspension whatsoever. It had to have a naturally aspirated engine, no turbocharger, because those are expensive when those fail. And it also had to, what was the third one? It, it had to have a real drive only, so no formatic. Because the, uh, the formatic front, the front ends are dumb on the formatic system. Anyway, um, so formatics I needed, also just don't really feel like they work. They do in a straight line. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've driven so many, like, I mean, in winter, I get to test drive all the cars, and sometimes it yeah. snows, and then, I, I remember one time I, I drove a, I, like, test drove a formatic car on a test drive while there was a little bit of snow on the ground, and there, mm. like, I almost, like, drove it off the road, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, it had snow tires on it. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes cars are notorious for being really bad in the snow. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing that again. BMWs, too. Yeah, I was like, you get in a fucking 1991 Honda Civic Wago van, and it's like <laughs> unstoppable in the snow. Yeah. And you get in a fucking fifty thousand dollar Mercedes that's made to go in the snow, and it's like, wow, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've, I told my boss, like, because I live an hour away from my job. It's like, if I see any snow on the ground, I'm calling out, hundred percent. Like yeah. it's it's not happening. Anyway, um, so I, that was my those are my requirements, and I ended up finding one. In um, Wilmington, North Carolina. Brown. <laughs> yes. Uh, the official color is called Indium Gray, but it's very bronze brownish. Hot brown, hot brown, hot brown. <laughs> you should get it repainted in the color to match an F22. <laughs> matte gray? <laughs> you mean a wrap? Not, not quite matte gray, but close enough. Yeah. Stealth gray. <laughs> yeah, stealth gray. Radar absorbing gray. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this Mercedes. This is yes, my Mercedes. That was a nice right one. Here. But I found it in Wilmington, North Carolina. It had 91,000 miles when I got it. And when I looked at it, um, it had non Mercedes Benz tires on it. So it didn't have MO or MOE on the side. So that was like. Oof. I didn't know that was a thing. That I is a thing. That was a thing either. Yeah. Uh, Manufacturer specific tires are a thing. Um, well, I know that. I just didn't know they yeah. had like a designated marking on them. Yeah, they do. If you look at a tire on a Mercedes Benz and you see either MO or MOE on it, those are it stands for Mercedes Original or Mercedes Original Extended Run. Where is that? On the sidewall. Like, like where on the sidewall? Uh, is it like with the size or it, with like it, de- the it depends there? on the brand. It's in different locations on the. I gotta, I'm gonna take a video next on. time. Okay, like I'm gonna look video. on every I'm, single Mercedes that comes. I know, out. me too. I'm gonna be yeah. like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Where's the Mercedes and aftermarket shit?" That that SL that ha- I had in one of my videos the other day, it yeah. had aftermarket wheels, yeah. and I think it still had the holes. Yeah, some aftermarket wheels do have the, the holes. holes. Some of them do have the holes, but uh, more often than not, when it comes to uh, aftermarket ones, they don't line up with the uh, special tool for alignments. They're just there for decoration. Well, it just doesn't. It's just fucking. What's yeah. the point? 
the company was like, hey, the regular the OEM wheels have this. We should put it on and didn't even pay attention to actually. Yeah, they probably didn't know what those holes were for. They were probably just like holes. Yeah. Put (laughs) holes in. But yeah, that's I ended up finding one with 91,000 miles. There was little to no rust on it whatsoever. And that's That's a big that's a big thing going on with those subframes with the 212 and the 204 subframes right now is they're getting so rusted out that one of the uh, control arms are just falling off the subframe. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good at all. Uh, but mine has zero rust on it whatsoever. It it still has no rust on it, so it's 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 still doing pretty good. Um, but the brakes were low. Um, it needed new tires. There was this aftermarket fucking um, scanner wire shit that went from the dashboard all the way up to the front Sam. So that I had to take that yeah. off when I got it. And uh, there was a smell of. It was like an incense smell on the inside, so that was that was something that I had to get out of there. But I ended up getting it for uh, thirteen thousand nine hundred dollars. Uh, th- that was before the used car market boom in twenty twenty one. So it's I probably I, still worth only fourteen fifty. Oh no, I did a uh, Kelly Blue Book value. Is it worth, worth less now? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> at the mileage that it's at, uh, it's it just crossed one hundred seventy three thousand miles. Oh damn! Um, it's worth yeah. like five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's worth four thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but it'll still sell for like fucking twelve thousand, probably. Uh, considering the fact that after I got it, I did all this work to it, and I'm like, if I added up all the amount of work that I've done to it so far, with like costs of labor and parts, not at an employee discount. Um, yeah, I would have spent over $20,000 on everything that I've done to it so far. Sounds about right. Yeah. And I bought it for 139. That's that's the big thing about buying a used Mercedes, you will more often than not spend equal to if not more <laughs> than what you bought it for in maintenance. That's mm, European just, cars just in general. Keeping it on the road. So <laughs> that's the story of my E-class. I've only spent like what's what's the actual number? Like it's close to like 5500 6000 dollars. Yeah, I've actually spent on services. Yeah, that's how much being a Mercedes tech has saved me. Because I'm mechanic. What's the what's the lesson though? What's the what's the lesson? Uh, Be a Mercedes tech if you want to own a used Mercedes. (laughs) That's 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 the uh, that's the moral of that story. About you fixing. So I've only bought a handful of cars, but every time I go to buy a car, I bring you know I bring a flashlight. I bring a code reader. Specifically a code reader that can read if monitors are ready or not. Mm -hmm. Because what a lot of people will do is they'll disconnect the battery or they'll get rid of the check engine light before they sell the car. Uh, It's got no check Mm. engine light. And then you, on the way home from driving to the check engine light. Get in and you cycle the key a couple times and the shit comes on and it fucking dies on you or some shit. You're like, oh, cool, thanks. That's Yeah, you're driving down the road and all of a sudden it runs like shit and the light's flashing. Oh, I don't know. So if you get... You don't even have to get an expensive one. I think you can get one that'll read monitors for like forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Plug in. You get them from O'Reilly. You could even just take it to O'Reilly's and just like the guy should be like, "Hey, like, can I take this on a test drive or take it to a a place to have a pre buy inspection?" That is also something you should yes, do. Yes, definitely, absolutely if, do that. If you go to buy a car and the owner of the current car says you can't take it in to get inspected, don't and buy leave. that car. That's a big red flag, unless it's like a classic car or something. That you're just like that's a little different. You know, if you're a car enthusiast and you're buying like a nineteen like eighty five like Ford Mustang or something, when the guy's probably gonna not matter in the first place. 
if you if you go to take it to a place to have it inspected, they're probably going to find a whole bunch of shit on it, and then you're you're going to be like, oh, they found oil leaks on a. Like, yeah, they're going to find oil leaks. It's a fucking thirty-five-year-old fucking yeah. car, dude. Like, yeah. it's it's almost forty years old. <laughs> the RTV it's has gonna, dry rotted. <laughs> it's going to. It's probably going to have a couple of leaks, but I mean, get it safety inspected. Just get it like taken somewhere. Also, just like don't buy a car that. It's not a car. Uh, or, or, or just do some research. <laughs> just like, do, just like, hey. Fucking um, Google. Like if you want to go buy a car, like a new car, or a used car, or, or whatever, do a quick Google search. <laughs> if, you, if you can get the VIN from the guy, put it in, spend a little bit of money, run a Carfax on it. Yeah, See run a Carfax. Um, and if they didn't, if there's no accidents on it, take a little magnet. And just tap around randomly on the body because ninety five percent of cars out there have steel body panels. And if a magnet uh, doesn't, if a magnet doesn't stick on a certain spot but sticks on a different spot, that means there's bondo there, and it's been in an accident. Or, or it's got an aluminum body panel or plastic body panel. That too. Well, it was, what I'm saying is, if it sticks on one part of that body, it's the same body panel, but it doesn't stick on the same body panel, but a different that's true. spot. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, right? But you put the coder in. If it says it's gotten. Two monitors or more that aren't ready, then that check engine light was erased or the battery was. And yeah, it's probably got like some, that. some that re- problems with it. That reminded me about the struggle that I had with uh, finding storage for my motorcycle because they were just like, "If you want more storage, just get a ta- get a magnetic tank bag." And I was like, "My S one thousand has an aluminum tank, you dick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. My, That's the thing with aluminum body panels. Like most Mercedes have aluminum hoods and aluminum uh, fenders, aluminum so. hoods, trunks, fenders, sometimes um, doors. Yep. So once, so I went to go look at this one car. Right, I forget what car it was. I don't remember if it was a. Uh, it might have been like an O2 Civic Type R or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the naturally aspirated one with the whale penis shift knob on it or whatever. <laughs> it comes out from the center of the dash. Civic Type R, yeah, it's like a two thousand, like a two. The weird one that the only Civic Type R that wasn't turbocharged, the weird like egg looking one. What do you mean the only one that isn't turbocharged? I don't know if the rest. I know only the, new the ones, new, only the latest ones are supercharged or turbocharged. Oh, all the like literally the first one that is turbocharged is the like, one that it's like the one that people don't like because it's like really fucking. Oh, cool. you're thinking of an EP3 SI? That's yeah, not a Type one, R. I'm pretty sure it's a Type R. It's it's like it looks almost like a golf kind. Of they never sold a Civic Type R in the U.S. until 2016. Interesting. The newest one, yeah. But, so it was either it was either an Integra Type R or you were looking at was it the big egg shaped one? It was the one that kind of looks like a golf if you squint. Yeah, you're you're that's an EP3. You were looking at an SI. They're still good. Okay. Those are those are made in England. So we I brought my. So my friend has the has the uh, the Snap-on Zeus, like the really big scanner. I have one of those. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we took it to this car. I don't remember if it was the if it was the Civic or if it was a Mustang that I was going to look at. Well, I brought my friend along because he had the Zeus or whatever. So we plugged it in, ran the code, let it run, and everything. Looked at all like the like the injector bandwidth and whatever and all that. And like it showed, like, huh, there's like three monitors that aren't ready. And then we looked at all this stuff, like, huh, there's three injectors that are kind of not fucking working. (laughs) 
It's like what? the pulse. The pulse width on the injectors was really fucking bad for three of them. Uh oh. So it's like these things are clogged like a motherfucker. It also had what also the a cheap scan tool won't do is uh get rid of permanent codes. Mm. That's true. And it, it had fucking three misfire permanent codes, a transmission permanent code, both catalytic converter codes. And it's like <laughs> Yeah, I'm not buying this for six thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you find if you encounter a car that's a total piece of shit, don't give up on it. Like you, if you can still get mm-hmm. it at like a big discount, like don't try to fuck the guy over. But like, well, yeah. or, or I, was, I, I told the guy, I told the guy, I was like, dude, there's like, like three of the injectors aren't working. All of the cats are clogged because I think in like the O2 Fords they had four cats for some reason. I don't know if it was just the pickups or the Mustangs had it too, but Crown Vicks had them. So is it a yeah. wait? Is it a Civic or a Mustang now? I think it was the Mustang. Yeah, it was the Mustang that I took the Zeus with. Because <laughs> I, I, look, I looked at a Civic like the same day, but I was like, mm. I told, I just looked. The dude was like, like leaning on the car, looking at us in the car while we were running all the stuff. He looked really confused at what we were doing, <laughs> and I looked at him like. Dude, there's like three bad injectors. Both cats are bad, and there's like eight other things in here. Like, I'll take it for fifteen hundred dollars because that's a lot of fucking things wrong with this thing. He's like, like, nah, this this like six thousand is is firm, and I'm just like, okay, yes. I'm just like, yes, yeah, I know. Goodbye. If a dude, if you go to buy a car and the dude is like. Like, yeah, you can be firm on price. There's nothing wrong with being firm on your price. But if if you find a bunch of things and you give them to his attention and he's not even willing to negotiate at all, mm-hmm. then just be like, well, do you do you want to sell this? <laughs> or, I mean, like, you can negotiate all you want. And if the dude's just like, I don't want to fucking sell this car to you for that amount of money, then just be like, okay. No worries. See, I'll go buy something else. See, looking back on it, I don't think that car was canned at all. I think it was just the three injectors being bad, making the car. Yeah, it, was, it was just funny. one bank of the engine, just fucking powering everything just, over. Yeah, it was just, it was just the, the bad injectors were just making it sound canned because it was running like shit. <laughs> and it had, scratching it had your eye with your glasses, amazing. It had corset I don't like scratching my it, eyes so. with my fingers because I frequently have stuff on my fingers and I don't ever have anything on the end of my glasses. That makes sense. It's nice and, it's nice and clean. Oh, I, yeah, I like yeah. to do. I like Mechanics to do the trick. thing. I like to do the thing to people. Did anybody watch uh, Ace Ventura? Which one? Which one? <laughs> Both of them. I don't remember which movie this this one bit was in. We were just like in t- the like cartoon series. There's more than two. <laughs> Pet Detective and the fucking. What was the other one called? Anyway, Jim Carrey. You were watching Ace Ventura. Yes, that's that's the. I didn't know there yeah. was cartoons. Yes, there's just know, there's just, there's a few. I just know Thanks. that there's the two movies, but it's the part where he's interrogating the kind. And he's just like, uh, uh, just moving his eye with his finger, and I regularly, uh, I regularly do that to my coworkers because I touch my eyes directly, <laughs> and they're like, oh, 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 no, stop. <laughs> And I stopped. I'm just like my eyes fine. Yeah, there's the three movies. There's the three movies on the cartoon show. We don't count that third movie because he wasn't in it. It's still a Ace Ventura I movie. Don't care. The child well, doesn't count. The child counts. It says Ace Ventura, and it's a movie. No, it's not the same. 
It's just like right, well, how the sob that I had in the shop today isn't actually a sob. It's just a fucking Chevy Equinox with sob stuff on it. Which one was that? Oh, uh, fucking, uh, which one? I don't remember. I was like, hey, the sob that's not a sob. It's just a Chevy Equinox because it's got a, a GM VIN badge on it. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all, every sob after 94 is made by GM. Yeah, it was Jeff. It was like a 2013 or whatever. The weird, ugly Equinox looking, like no oh. sob parts on it at all, other than the box. Was it an SUV? Yeah, it was a 97, and it was based off a Trailblazer. And they made a six liter version of that that had a fucking 60 V8, and they were fast as fuck. Look was at that fucking, fucking slamming some facts on your bitch ass. Sorry, was what? it front wheel drive? No. <laughs> this one is. This one was front-wheel drive. They never made a, a front-wheel drive. It was probably a Saturn. No, it's probably a, a fucking. Well, they never made a front-wheel drive SUV. Just, just, they did, because it's a No, Equinox. they didn't. Bro, um, I know <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> it, up. I, it was literally, it was in the shop today. If it was an evidence? SUV and it said Saab, it was a, it was a 97X or a 97. I promise. <laughs> Unless there's some massive discrepancy in my knowledge of Sobs, <laughs> which is possible. Did Sob make? Did Sob make a transverse engine that's rear-wheel drive? Oh, uh, yeah, the Sob nine four X, I believe. Nine four. Yeah, nine four X. They did. I think that's the one. I don't remember. No way. What? I've never heard of this. Oh yeah, it's it's literally it's literally just. Do a you have a video or a picture or anything of it? Because this says it was this says it's extremely rare. No, if he comes in, it's a regular customer though, so it'll be back eventually. He's got this is what this is a customer that's got like says, four different sobs. It says the model years were only twenty eleven to twenty twelve. Yeah, sob yeah. went under in twenty twelve. No Not way! This. I've never heard of the nine four. Well, correct me. This is only six. This Based only off of the Cadillac SRX though. Yeah, the Cadillac like SRX yeah. is a total of 914 were, or 814 were assembled. So wow. if you saw that, that's extremely rare. That is a rare car. It is a rare, rare car. car. <laughs> It'd be cool if it wasn't junk because it's a Chevy. <laughs> yeah. And the 94X yeah. was the only Saab built in Mexico. Yep, because it's the, same, it's plant fucking... that, the same plant that that Equinox is built at. It's um it's built off of the um the SRX platform. Mm-hmm. A Theta platform. And it's all wheel drive. It's all wheel drive, but it's front engine. Front engine, it's la- it's latitudinal mounted. It's really fucking annoying to work on that engine. I thought you said it was transverse. Transverse. Yeah, latitudinal. La- la- that's not the right Transverse word. Transverse and longitudinal are the exact I opposite said, of each see, other. I said, I said latitudinal because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this would be a perfect segue to go into the uh, listener interaction portion of this podcast. So, um, God damn, that's ugly. I've never, <laughs> yeah, heard, of, I've never really heard of ugly. or seen that. <laughs> I've seen a sob that Sterling hasn't one point to me. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's... It's fucking this. Why well, is it fucking oh, that? That's kind of weird. Fun fact. Um, the Subaru Tribeca was going to be the Saab 9.4. That would have been an infinitely better car. I don't think so, because the Tribecas were awful. Uh-huh. 
That's the 9 4. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Looks like a Ford Explorer, like a new Ford Explorer. Mm hmm. Hmm. Oh, well. It come, if, when it comes in, I'll try I'm to wrong. remember to do it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I win. There's a rare episode of Flag Time here. You win one time. The other time you were wrong. I will but hold yeah. this. Ab- <laughs> I will hold this above your head for the rest of your life. <laughs> He's gonna ride this high until he dies. Yeah, you'll say something else <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so um, I looked at this O3 Civic Type R. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> so uh, the listener interaction portion um, of this episode Not is the question that we asked everybody: Is a uh, got a car you're looking to get? What is it? And we've had 132 responses. And the first, <laughs> the first response that we've gotten to the question of, do you have a car that you're looking to get? What is it? Is make sure the paint surface is solid, not just a bunch of Bondo. That's what. That's where. Yep. The, that's where the little magnet comes in. Yep. So I mean, if you go up to some random that, person's car and put a fucking magnet on it, they're probably going to kick your ass. Just saying. That, well, that's the thing. That's that's <laughs> what I'm going to get. So Zion134 to the question of do you have a car that you're looking to get what is it what is the car you're looking for what car do you want to buy it's make sure the paint surface is solid and not just a bunch of bondo that's a weird sounding car to me and oh I don't yeah know what brand that is like, no that idea what it, brand that car is no idea that. what it's probably a sob yeah <laughs> <laughs> metal car <laughs> maybe maybe metal car uh, so, um, PC Tundra says 2014 Ford Raptor 6.2 liter with the 801A luxury package. Yes, if it's the 6.2 Raptor, absolutely. That's, that's good. It's slower than the turbo V6 one. I'd rather have the V6 one. Oh, shit. <laughs> 6.2s are ass. I hate them. They are the same engine. They get, oh, fucking spark plugs got stuck and blew up in the fucking cylinder head. Cool. Yeah, they just like on the... the, the by for Triton, but yeah, it fucking there's a special tool for that, but it just that engine sounds really good. And they can make there's some a good special tool power. for that, but it takes like 25 minutes to do spark plugs in the EcoBoost. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so the, that engine sounds really good, and it can make they a do sound cool. of power. That is all. Ugh, that is also <laughs> true. I ran my face into the microphone. <laughs> ah, did it again. <laughs> Other than the spark plugs, though, the 6.2 is more reliable than the, than the, the EcoBoost. The EcoBoost has water pump and turbo coolant line problems. Mm. Sounds like a M278 issue. Yeah, One of the series. turbo coolant lines takes five minutes. The other one takes like three and a half hours or whatever. If you don't break the fucking exhaust manifold studs. Oh, amazing. They, li- they like to do that. They'd probably like to do it where it's rusty a lot more. <laughs> well, they did it. It's done it twice to EcoBoost engines down here trying to take the turbo out. Poop. So it's not, it doesn't have to be a rusty place, unfortunately. Poop. Uh, Mini yeah. Mumbles says 1991 Fox body to put a mild 302 in yeah. and lower it on coil. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You should experiment with lowering springs first, but coilovers are a good option. <laughs> I'd recommend oh, yeah. Fortunato uh, coilovers. Don't buy coilovers until you buy lowering springs first. That's coming from a guy who's owned 13 Fox bodies. <laughs> just t- just trust me. If you just want to lower it, and you don't want it to handle like shit and be noisy, put lowering springs on it. There you go. There you go. Uh, user Chunkin' Honker says like Nissan that. Z. Which one? 
The new did, one, that's probably. all it says. Is the, the new Nissan one Z. is called the Nissan Z. I know the new one's called the Nissan Z, but everybody else calls just other blurry. ones Nissan Zs. At least down here, anyway. Yeah, it's probably the new one. I don't know. I I saw the new one at the at the Seattle Auto Show recently. It was cool looking. I mean, it's pretty much the same underneath as a 370, from what mm-hmm. I can tell and what I've read. It's like a, it's um, like an updated 370 kind of. Yeah, it looks fucking awesome though. You can't. Like, I saw it and I was. Literally like, wow, um, it's about time Nissan made something that was cool. Yeah. You can't turn traction control all the way off, though. Oh, not all the way? No. I bet you could if you figured something out. You probably could you put can. a tune on it. You, you, well, A tune, maybe, but as is, you can't turn it all the way off. Gotcha. No, there's, someone's got to like be bypassing that shit. Oh, for sure. Uh, let's see. Jacob Golden 5 says a Saab 900. I would avoid that. <laughs> I love my Saab and I love driving it. But I have this the nicest Saab 900 in the world. You probably that was do. maintained yeah. perfectly its entire life. Mm-hmm. The rest um, of them are not going to be that. The rest of them, not so much. And you, like, you, you're restoring that thing pretty much. They're right? dirt cheap. They're incredibly. They're. I mean, from what I what, what I've done and what I've read, they are really pretty damn easy to work on. Their drivetrains are very simple. They're very compact. The turbos are kind of a nightmare because they have turbo piping everywhere and the naturally aspirated, which is what I have. And the turbo versions have the same uh, transmission and the transmission is the weakest part in the whole car because it has a, so the engines, the engines actually bolted to the transfer ca- or the transmission a bolt on transmission. top of it. And then the there's a V drive or a transfer case with a chain in it on the back, and those are really fragile. The gear, the forks are really fragile. You just got to be really careful with them. Um, I would eventually love to turbo mine and you know have the transmission built and you know fucking make it a cool millimeter precision fast car. No, I don't want to. <laughs> if if it had if it had like 250 horsepower, I would be happy. That mm-hmm. that's like that's all it needs. It doesn't you weigh that much. It- just take the turbo out of my car and put it on there. I'll put a bigger turbo in mine. No, I'm I'm all right. Um, <laughs> so I would I'm just probably, win. I would just find. I'd probably if I was going to turbo that car, I'd probably just find like a wrecked 900 turbo and just take all the piping and all the stuff off of it, and then buy like a new turbo for it. Hell yeah! And flush out the intercooler with oil. <laughs> They're a little finicky. And they're really hard to they're really hard to find some parts for. They're really easy to find like regular parts. Like if you go on Rock Auto, you can find like pretty much everything you need to just drive it. But there's a lot of stuff in there that is basically unobtainium. I'm lucky to know a bunch of people that have saw parts. I'm lucky to have a big following. So if I yeah. need something, I can just post it on my story and be like, I need this. And somebody be like, I have that part. I will send it to you. And that's exactly <laughs> how I got my that's how I got my headlight covers before yeah. discovering that a company in the U.S. literally makes them. So, oh, shit. whoops, and they're they're cheaper. But oh well, <laughs> Sterling, Sterling, when are you gonna buy a Saab Vigan? Uh, probably not, because the Saab Vigan is based off of the later Saab Nine Three, and I don't like those cars. So, I think he was yeah. talking about the jet. Yeah. I, oh, the, the jet. The Saab oh. Vigan is a combat aircraft. It's also a uh, it's also a car called a Saab Vigan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. When it comes to Pixie, he's talking about the jet. <laughs> I'm talking about the jet. <laughs> We're talking about Saab cars here, bub. <laughs> what about the Saab the J35 Draken? 
I like Is the J thirty five Honda V six a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more reliable and it's a lot smaller, and you can fit it in your living room. Yeah, but, but you can't, but you can't get it in the first few missions of Ace Combat Zero. You can't do a Cobra maneuver. You can probably get some V6 Honda swapped airplane in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's an XO2 Wyvern. Anyway, oh so God, rusted, rusted Toyota Tech says Twingo. I want a Twingo so fucking bad, bro. <laughs> I want a case off a Twingo. <laughs> I just want a fucking original factory stock Twingo, like a really, mm-hmm. really nice one just to drive it around. That's all I want to do. I don't want to commute with it. I don't want to fucking just drive it up race and down it. The I don't want to drive it in a competitive manner whatsoever. I just want one just so I can drive it around and drive it to car meets and just bring a stock Look at my fucking Renault Twingo. <laughs> Look, I have the Twingo. It's a French car. Put like a baguette on the roof and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tape a baguette to the fucking steering put a, wheel. Put a fucking beret and a cigarette in its fucking grill. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a Twingo. Yes. Let's see. Uh, Police428 says the cheapest CL65 AMG in the United States. That is a death sentence. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Because then you're probably going to have to buy an engine for a CL65, which is probably like $50,000, yeah. maybe. And then also, probably all these suspension components are probably bad. Mm hmm totaled i don't think a lot of people know like i'm sure they do but we get a lot of customers coming in who have who like just bought a v12 amg like with the old v12 engines and they're like what do you mean this thing has two spark plugs per cylinder yeah what do you mean a tune-up is (laughs) twenty five hundred dollars it's because the people that see the cheap european cars don't have the money to maintain said European cars. They probably yeah. just watched that one episode of Top Gear once and were like, getting that. That's what I'm mm-hmm. doing. Yep. Uh, so, 750 IL from 1997. <laughs> so quick story time, right? This person bought a used Audi. And it, was, it had brake issues, but it was an Audi with the really big brakes. It was an Audi SUV. And uh, it needed both calipers and both rotors in the front. And they were talking about, I just got this car like two weeks ago off some off of somebody. They were selling it for like this much money. I'm like, that's really cheap for that year. What the fuck? And, yeah. then, <laughs> and the, then they found out that, which by the way, the caliper, one of the calipers, the pist, one of the pistons in the caliper was missing. And by missing, it was it shattered in pieces. It was just yeah. shattered in pieces against the rotor. How was it how not did it, leaking? How like, did it not brake fluid leak or drive it in? Oh, oh, it, it, it they somehow drove it in, but it had zero fucking brakes. Amazing, uh-huh. right? So the cap- Whoa. Yeah, uh-huh. we we told them that their their uh-huh. calipers were broken, and they're like, "Oh, okay. How much is that going to be?" And the, the total came out to eleven thousand three hundred dollars for the calipers, Jesus. the brake lines. What kind of Audi was it? It was like a 2017, like it was the Audi with, it's like the fast Audi SUV that had the really, really big brakes and they were carbon ceramic. They were carbon ceramic rotors that were ruined. Oh, there you go. That explains everything. Yeah, giant. <laughs> you know, the Audis with expensive brakes. Yeah, um, giant six piston front Brembo brakes, basically. And they're like, we have, um, we have an RS5. We have a 2018. They drove it away, by the way. They didn't want to do the work. They drove it away. Amazing. Sounds like something that someone, people someone do. would do if they did that. Mm-hmm. We have a we have an RS5 at the shop right now. Well, it's probably not at the shop. It's probably 
picked up and paid for. Um, came in for service, um, and it has it's a 20, 2018 RS5. It's got the this the sixteen inch or fifteen inch ow fifteen inch um, carbon fiber brake rotors. Oh my god! Carbon fucking fiber, fucking hell! Yeah, the carbon fiber. They're crazy. What brake rotors? I've never heard of carbon fiber brake rotors. I've heard carbon. Very common with a lot of supercars now. You can buy steel brakes for them. Yeah, aren't those the rotors that take like six months to manufacture? I don't know about that, but they're carbon fiber and they they're not serviceable. They're not turnable. You have to replace them when they when they when they when they break. The rotors alone are seven grand cost. God. I get reducing the rotating mass and making the car faster and everything, but I, I wouldn't want brake rotors like that. Hi. Because car- <laughs> carbon ceramics are expensive as it is. You want to come here? Come here. The podcast has completely stopped because there's a cat. That's my no- ah. That's my other fault. <laughs> <laughs> so. Double kill. Sasha has joined us for the last few minutes of the episode. Look at that face. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so it needed rear brakes. The rear brakes were at two millimeters and then the pad sensor light was on. We were like, you could probably go maybe a couple hundred miles, but yeah. don't go too far. And the guy's super understanding. He knows how much the car costs. He bought it with cash. He's got a bunch of money. God damn. Basically. Um, the rear brakes, pads, and rotors were twenty six hundred bucks, which was not too bad. Um, but I just, for shits and giggles, looked up what it would be to replace the front brakes and pads, the pads and rotors only. Twenty six thousand dollars. Fuck. For the two rotors 20... and the four pads and the labor to do that. Twenty six. Thousand dollars because the you can shove that whole car in your ass. Fuck that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a supercar that goes 200 miles an hour and has 15 inch brakes and can you go it, from, like, from 200. It? it was a 2018 RS5, so not like a super super expensive car. I think they're like 70 or 80 grand, but I mean, that car, man, is I have. I have a motorcycle that costs half of what the brake pads and rotors do and goes just as fast. I'm good. Is 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 it that thing? (laughs) Isn't this just the RS7 just smaller? No, the the RS7 is like a big long four-door hatchback. I yeah, I guess that's pretty accurate. Because the RS7, RS5 for whatever reason was a four-door. And usually the RS5 is a two-door. I don't know why. Or the the S5 is a two-door. It was a 2018 RS5. No, no, no. No, yeah, it wasn't RS5. I fucking I got videos of it. Hell yeah. I know the I know the RS7 is like the RS7 is like the bigger, faster RS5. Sasha, that's yeah. gonna fucking you're gonna fuck up my headphone cable. It's a twin <laughs> turbo, twin turbo V8, this and that. This one was a V6. It's a supercharged V6. I think it was a supercharged V6. No, it was a twin turbo V6. I remember. The you two can, turbos can, with the oil filter. My, my whole car wasn't even twenty six thousand dollars. Well, it's I a four cylinder bus thing. They're like, yeah. It, oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're not that expensive. I know, but this twenty six thousand dollars for two rotors and four brake pads. Uh, I, yeah. I want to look something. And the up labor real quick. to do it. 
I want to look something up real quick. Let's see. I mean, if you did that job yourself, it would be probably like 15000 which is oh, still a lot of money. $15,000. I could get a fucking built three valve with a Kenny Bell on it. Yeah, and but... have it put in for fucking fifteen thousand dollars. You say Kenny Bell? <laughs> yes, I want a I want a Kenny Bell blower. So bad. oh yeah, you know th- these cost less actually. Uh, AMG GTR carbon ceramic brake kit, which includes the uh, uh, the rotors, the pads, and the calipers. So it's a complete upgrade. Twenty two thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> That's actually more expensive. The parts, those those parts are more expensive. You just said that the the fucking brakes were twenty six thousand dollars. Yeah, to do them at the shop that includes oh, labor. That's not that, a dollar that in, symbol. That in, that's a euro symbol. Never mind. Um, that includes that includes markup and and, <laughs> that's and a, labor that's a, and everything. Eric, it's going to be a, a couple thousand more. Yeah, let me let me do a conversion real quick. That's a euro symbol. <laughs> Euro and, euros and dollars are pretty similar. Similar. I think euros dollars. are a little, little bit less, so it would be more. A dollar is like one point two euros, something like that. Yeah, uh, so, it it translates over to twenty four thousand five hundred U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very similar. Yeah. So yeah. no, I'm not doing that for breaks. Yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculous. That's that's fucking crazy. If you buy a used yeah. car with carbon ceramic brakes, do not complain that the brakes squeak. You dumbass. Absolutely They're made for not. racing. Or if, new, if you buy a new car that has yeah. carbon ceramic brakes and they squeak, like your brand new GT3 RS is out of the factory, like, and fucking yeah. come to an intersection and they squeak. We like have crazy. so many people that are like, yeah, I got, I got this new car with carbon ceramics and it just squeaks everywhere. And we're like, yeah. Yeah, it's got fucking race car brakes, bro. You ever, <laughs> That's you ever heard like, a Formula One car brake? They sound like a fucking train crash when they put their brakes on. It's like we had this, we had this <laughs> one guy. <laughs> We had this one guy come in complaining that his that his car was like way too stiff when it drove, whatever. And it was a what? fucking it was a it it was the Mercedes, Eric. It was like a something AMG with a the V six in it, one of the newer ones. Yeah, there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. I don't remember I was which one. Say I, this. It's was that a new Ford wagon. That Ford it, was a, it was a, it was a C sixty three AMG. Oh, okay. And he's, he's like, this thing's like, he's like, this thing drives way too stiff. Like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, that's how it sir, is. That's like, sir. It's an, it's an AMG. It's what do you mean? It's stiff. Like the suspension stiff. It's yeah. It's a stiff yeah. suspension. Cause it's a fucking sports also, car. If it's a V6, it would have been the C43 AMG. It, it, it might've been that one. Yeah. Poop car. But it was, I'm like, sir, it's a performance car with upgraded suspension. It's supposed to be like that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, Oh, it's got, a, I, it's got a little bit of, if you wanted softer suspension, you should have gotten a base model. So he's like, that's oh, on you. Well, I don't like that. How do I change it? I'm like, you get a new. Oh, car. I blew it in the wrong direction. Whoops. Anyway, good job. Um, did, Eric, did you see the the snaps of that fucking that fake AMG SLK I worked yes. on the other day? It yeah. just said SLK and it didn't have like a number. I was like, yeah. Hmm. You open the hood, and it's uh, fucking two seventy one four cylinder. Open the hood, and it's a fucking stock one point eight four cylinder, and you're like. Yeah. That's not real. It was manual though, which is cool. Yeah. And I bet cool. the I bet whatever the isn't does the AMG of that chassis have a V eight or is it a V six? The SL the older one? No, I don't know. I know the older one with the V eight, I'm pretty sure is automatic only. Yeah. Which I think for for the f- sports version to have an automatic only version, I think is kind of ridiculous. I know Mercedes is a big fan of making their sports cars automatic. DCT. They got, they got a formula that works for them. 
I got a funny story. It's like well, yeah, it's gonna I mean, have to wait until work. next episode because we're we're overtime. Uh, so overtime, overtime. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to close out this episode here, Sterling. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us, guys. Um, had a lot of fun. Hell yeah, y'all. As always. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with cats, hanging out with y'all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's about it. Hopefully, uh, everybody enjoyed this episode. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me at Serrated Mobius. You can find Pixie at Pixie 2.3. And you can find Sterling at Stirworks. Uh, find us on Instagram together at Flagtime Podcast on Instagram. Go ahead and go follow that. Uh, this podcast is produced and edited by moi and, uh, everybody else is, uh, a, a great contributor as hosts. So, um, <laughs> including pixie, <laughs> including P- <laughs> I don't care. I it's got like, the welcome to the flag right? time podcast. Pixie is here too. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, I'm well, I mean, if you, if you weren't here, then who would I argue with? Like, I exactly. Argue with <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.